You are now listening to the Marriage and Movies podcast with your hosts, Terry and Selena Schilling. Hello! We're back. Again! <laughs> Always back again. We take little <laughs> breaks here and there, and that's just kind of really the theme of what we're going to be talking about in the beginning of the show. Um, and then we also have the Oscars to talk about as well today. And yes. I think- Husband, we have lots to talk about, including the Oscars, which if you have not known, because probably a lot of people didn't, they changed when they were going to be happening this year. So usually they're in February. Guess what? They happened last night. End of April. They happened. Yeah. They happened. uh, Yep. And probably nobody else watched it. (laughs) Probably not a lot of people watched it. No. But we did. We had a nice spread. We did our thing. We usually have a Oscar party with some neighbors. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with everything going on, we weren't able to do that. But- we still had an enjoyable time, which we'll get into a lot of the Oscars and our thoughts. We're going to go through a lot. There's a yes. lot to discuss because it was kind of, it was pretty wild. Yes, it was pretty wild. Um, and not just the butt dance <laughs> breakdown that happened last night. Yeah. With a lot of gasping from you. Glenn uh, was a lot of gasping. Yeah. yeah just like, oh, yeah. this is really happening. Really excited. <laughs> but yes, we are back and we have an announcement regarding the show to talk which about. We'll give the announcement a little bit later. Oh. Excuse me. Yeah. We'll get that a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Leave so them wanting to, more. You have I to see. hang on I see. for that. Okay. You have to listen to the end to get your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and let's just reveal our scores that we had for our Oscar ballot. We do this every year. Yeah. Terry, do you actually want to highlight before we reveal our scores last year's score? Do you remember that? Well, last year's score was pretty high from yours truly. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking into mm-hmm. your earbuds right now because we had a big party and we there was money on the line. We so I was like yeah. researching, listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and like predictions and seeing who's really campaigning hard mm-hmm. and all the main categories. The only one I missed was best picture. Yes. And I went don't know with, how went, you missed I it. I went more with my brain of choosing 1917. Mm hmm. Which was everybody's pick. Yep, that was the favorite. But I really wanted Parasite to win. Yes. But either way, it didn't matter. I still won the money. I like, I won. You did. You got every category right except for Best Picture, and you pretty much were were helping, uh, you know, bring on the news for Parasite because you you brought that movie to my attention because I thought it was a horror movie and I was like, I'm not watching this. This sounds the parasite. Uh, But no, that was one of the last few movies that we saw in movie theaters. Yeah, it really was. I think the official last one was um, the movie with Will Ferrell and Julia Louis Snowden or something. Yeah. Or, um, God, what was that called? I don't remember. Yeah, but that was, but parasite definitely was one of the last ones. And a few people I talked to after they watched it, or like in the middle of watching it, one of my friends was like, so is this like about like a bacteria or no. what does that happen? I'm like, no, man. No. Oh, it's so, so good. It's so, so good. good. But yes, our scores, yeah, I'll go, go first. Okay. Go so out of 23. Out of 23 categories, I had an abysmal low score of 11. Yeah. Not good. Oh. Not good. Um, a lot of surprises, a lot of, you know, was, those yeah. who I wanted to win and who's who I really thought would win did not get it. But there were some really good ones where I was like, yes, this absolutely should have won. I'm very happy about this. Let's talk more. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and reveal your score. My score was 14 out of 23. Mm-hmm. So still not great. No. A little bit better than you, but it's okay. 
Okay. And yeah, it's just interesting too, because we are, we do a much better job of seeing a lot of things. Like some of the categories that we just, a little bit more educated guesses, mm -hmm. but I think just with the fatigue of being inside all the time and watching everything else, mm -hmm. it just wasn't like carrying on with life and then making an effort to like watch more films. Mm -hmm. Right. But regardless, we did, we did end up catching a lot. So this is why we are going to assume that is why the general uh, production direction from Soderbergh was to not include any previews or very minimal amount of previews of movies during the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, that is actually something I, I do like as they're bringing around the nominations and you get a little short snippet of the movie. Well, let's 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 dive in. Let's start here mm. regarding like our thoughts about the 93rd Oscars. OK, uh, because, yes, we clearly did not have a host again. Um, no. Regina King kind of took that role Initial. a little bit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But what we did discover throughout was that it wasn't your typical format. No, not so, at all. Right from the beginning. Another big thing, like news regarding this Oscars, was Steven Soderbergh was a big producer on this one. Mm -hmm. um, the director of it was uh, Glenn Weiss, who's an Emmy-winning mm. director. That's right. So there's a little bit more people behind the helm of all this. Um, and clearly Soderbergh wanted to change things up, or had a big voice in this, because... We've got a lot of like background stories. Mm -hmm. There was the theme of people being like the first time they saw movies, mm -hmm. right? Like with their first big memory. Um, but then you had stuff like Laura Dern, mm. your best supporting actor, uh, decided to address each candidate and just be like admiring them for what they did in their film and in their career. Here's a validation seeing, you of, don't need, haven't asked for, but I'm going to provide it. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm a believer in like having respect from your peers, but this just seemed forced. Someone could maybe could have it's written scripted. that script for Laura Dern. Yeah, no. yeah. Instead, you have Laura Dern, this tall white woman, talking about how you know your role was so great for Daniel Kaluuya, who ended up winning. Yeah, but it was just like trust me, he doesn't need to hear. From I was you. like, did we need He's that? He's doing like, just fine. In some of the best acting categories, can we get clips of the actors? Yes, this um, is the Academy Awards. Yeah. You're nominating their acting. Let's see the acting. And you have to think like a lot of people. And I was reading on Twitter, a lot of people like weren't really into the Oscars or forgot it was happening. Yeah. And also watch the Oscars just because it's like a habit for them. Yeah. It's like an event. Yeah. But they don't necessarily see all the movies. Some people watch the Oscars to know what to watch. Mm -hmm. But if you're seeing this and you've never seen Black Judas and the Black or uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, how do I know Daniel Kaluuya was good in this film? Yeah. Right? I mean besides him winning like, and just being amazing the, actor. I know, I get it. Yeah. So I know. It was an interesting touch. Well and so usually throughout the show as well for best picture because that comes as the last award presented, the very, very last award. Yeah, they'll they'll play little snippets, yeah. like longer snippets of the movie. They'll kind of have a discussion about it. Um, so I really like that. They'll kind of draw you in with like, okay, all the nominees for best picture. We're gonna have like a little segment on it, maybe even a little music or score presentation. And yes, it happened in a smaller setting, in a smaller environment, executive decisions had to be made. But I thought a lot of the character that that is of the awards got lost. Yeah, they made it more about just dull. They made it more about the actors instead of like the actual movies and stories. Like, like the them, like the person. Played. Yeah. Which was I don't know. Again, it was an interesting. I think there's a balance that can be had. There were some categories that had the clips, but when it came to like directors and actors and screenplays, mm -hmm. it was really just focusing on that person. Like there was some cool information throughout Tell me, it. Childhood memory of yours. Yeah, like, but I don't know. I don't know. There were some moments that were cool, like Stephen Yoon talking about Terminator Two with his mom. Like that was highly relatable. Well, I mean, pretty um, much anything from Stephen Yoon, I'm I'm there for. But like, like, that <laughs> was just a tidbit, and then he announced the nominees, right? So like, it did go do pretty, more of that. Pretty quick. Though. Yeah. 
Um, what did we think about the change of orders towards the end? I immediately, immediately was like, so because I, I, I read a lot of reports that they were going to change the order. I, I kind of knew this was going to happen. But right from the beginning, I was like, oh, wow, this is this is different. I don't I don't I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Well, we typically have the best supporting actor and mm -hmm. actress off the bat to reel people in. Yes. That's like, oh, let me see let me see movie stars at the start of the Oscars. Yes. Like last year we got to see Brad Pitt speak in the first 20 minutes. Yep. So that's great. Mm -hmm. This time we get the best uh, screenplay. Yeah. And then we get best international film or like yep. best adapted original screenplay. Mm -hmm. So, and I was reading something that some people were in the UK, so they wanted to make Due it to earlier. Due to time differences, yes, yes, Because yes. people aren't in in LA, so they're on, a lot of people are virtual, mm -hmm. so they obviously, it could be like one in the morning or something, wherever they are. So it could be a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that's why they did that. Um, but also, it was just it was just weird. The director happened um, more in the middle of the show. Yep. Um, but really, let's talk about the end here, because Best Picture was announced before the Best Actor, <sighs> Best Actress. You had an audible gasp. I immediately looked at you and I was before, like, oh. I was like I, wait, did we miss it? something? I know. We thought like our DVR like messed up or something. And like, did we miss those awards? Yeah. But we did not. We got Best Director. Um, or sorry, no, Best Picture. Best Picture. Best Picture. And the Best Picture is a great way to end the show because you're going to have multiple people come up on stage, which yes. I'll get to in a second. Then you have Best Actress. Frances McDermott wins mm -hmm. uh, for Nomadland. Mm -hmm. Has a weird-ass speech mm -hmm. after she just had a great one oh, for Best Picture. Sure, that one was great. You, well, it was, oh, it was better than for Best Actress. Yeah. And then tell us what happened for Best Actor and how it so ended the show. So if you have not been made aware of this, <laughs> um, so actor in a leading role comes up. Okay, and let me just read off the nominees for you again. Okay, so we got Riz Ahmad, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, and Stephen Yoon, Minari. Okay, so of these individuals, wonderful performances. Many, 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 many people like had the thought we're gonna end on this, so we're gonna end with giving this to Chadwick Boseman in memoriam. Here we go. No, <laughs> instead, the people who voted it, well, threw a curveball. To top it all off, we have who gave it again? Uh, he won for Joaquin for Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix for, for winning um, best best actor in a leading role last year in The Joker. He comes out there, he reads it. Unfolds the envelope and he goes, and we have Anthony Hopkins from The Father winning it. Yeah. Let us look at the still photo. Have a great night. I know. That's it. That's then, literally how it ended. <laughs> Everyone was so confused. I was so like, this is ending on such a lame, lame ending. Very point. on brand for celebrating 2020 as a year. Yeah. To end that way. But it, it, you did. It's like, I feel like the producers ha must have like been banking on Bozeman winning because he won the other big shows and awards. So it's like, okay, we can have this moment. Everybody can stand up and clap perhaps, mm -hmm. right? Um, but instead- Was his get, wife there? I don't know. Oh, God. But instead you get Anthony Hopkins. And then of course, Joaquin Phoenix, probably the worst person to, you know, <laughs> as far as energy wise to announce this winner. Um, so it was just very weird. And again, this was back. It was like, why Best Picture is a great way to do it because mm -hmm. you bring up so many people mm -hmm. and it's a celebration of one film. Yeah. Right? If like, if Nomadland ends the show on that, like that just makes more sense, mm -hmm. you know? But like, I think they really were thinking, oh yeah, we can have this moment for Bozeman. Yes. 
and you didn't. It 100% should have gone to him. And I, I just, again, I mean, like, there, it is a bit of a historical moment in the sense that Anthony Hopkins is the oldest actor to win an Academy Award. He's 83 years old. He was not there. I mean, he's he's gone on Instagram and, you know, posted a thank you. I, I just, I'm just like, really? This is, oh, I just felt so, like, man, this yeah. is, this I feel stinks. like I feel like that's definitely a top three moment of the 93rd Oscars. Another top three moment of the show was the memoriam. Going right? at what speed? <laughs> yeah, the jokes. <laughs> going at podcast speed of 1.5. No, Why was it so fast? It so did. Fast. It's going to go so fast. And again, they kind of, Angela Bassett, who crushed her speech, oh, leading Angela up to it, and Bassett. looks amazing. Yes. You know, she's definitely timeless. I think she like, I think maybe like vibranium's real and she's got, she ate a little <laughs> she bit. She truly is, <laughs> during is, is the queen of Wakanda. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> she looks amazing. She's definitely a national treasure. Well, just her presentation of how, like, oh, presenting right. the in memoriam is not like a, you know, the happiest time. But right. again, she does it so effortlessly and just wonderfully of like paying honor. And then we get one point five. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people, and she addressed that like we lost a lot of people this mm -hmm. year because of COVID. We get that, but like it just seemed like there were some names that were missing, mm -hmm. like. Uh, Tom Tiny Lister, uh, Debo from Friday, mm -hmm. wasn't on there. Alan, our producer, pointed that out to us. What's up, Red? What you got on my 40, homie? Uh, Jessica Walter from Arrested Development fame yeah. more recently. Very not actress, wasn't on there. Yeah. Unless we missed it, we could have during the 1.5 <laughs> <laughs> Uh Naya Rivera, who tragic loss, you mm -hmm. know, early in life because of that accident. boating accident that happened with her child and they couldn't find her. Um, you know, she wasn't in there. And... Yeah, then it ended with Bozeman briefly, and it just kind seemed like it was it was leading there. up, like maybe we're going to have another moment, like which we, which we just discussed. Yeah. Um, but no, that didn't happen. Nope. So no. it was just it was really interesting, really fast. Felt like they missed some people, um, but again, yeah, just happened. And it's always it, more like, you just like see names like oh man, like yeah, so and so, like oh that's right, it's like oh yeah, um, Christopher uh, Plummer, and mm -hmm. then it was like. Jerry Stiller, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. There's another young um, actor, actress that I think was on there. There were yeah. there were quite a few. Yeah. I mean, like overall, I'm just really hoping that this overall, you know, Oscars is taken as like, let's let's take some lessons learned from here. We went off script, you know, in some areas. Um, you know, let's learn from that and let's apply it and maybe not do it again for some things. And also, there's some other jokes where it's like, it looked like, why does it look like they're at like my high school auditorium, the show? <laughs> <laughs> they were at the Central Station or Central Union Station mm. in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it, you know? And it was just like, I want to know, how did they determine who was sitting at the table, like in this nice presentation, mm -hmm. and who got to seat in the audience seats out there? It just seems like they, like, did they draw straws in the beginning? I don't know. It's like Gary Oldman was sitting back there. I don't know. I don't know. Just weird. Olivia Coleman was in a chair too. Yeah. I don't know. Unless they were somewhere else, but like they all, I don't know. It just, that felt weird to me. All of it did. Um, again, yeah. All well, it. I That's mean, the theme. Speaking the of like, you know, maybe uncomfortableness and slightly weird, what did you think of the trivia moment? Yeah, that's the other like top three moment. The trivia oh, moment God. just seemed like really forced in the beginning, right? Well, and then, I, I don't know how much ABC needed to pay for having those pauses, but oh man, they were dropping some money for oh, my sure. Gosh. Last well, like Andre Day. Mm -hmm. Clearly swore and like seemed like she ragged the Oscars, right? Well, I mean, of just about not being inclusive and diverse enough, which was been a theme for a while. Now, considering right? what was coming um, for her, I think, yeah. yeah, it was well deserved. But this was the first time, the first attempt during the show regarding comedy. <laughs> so I applaud the effort, 
but then it got to Daniel Kaluuya. That was a nice moment. The little, um, well, love- little get out yes. reunion. It yes. was fun. I did like that. Uh, Kaluuya said he's probably never going to date a white girl again, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, Glenn Close called him out. Really, the game was that uh, Questlove would play a song, mm-hmm. and then the actor would have to guess uh, what song, or like if it was a if winner. Was a winner, a nominee, nominee or a, not nominated at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Kaluuya didn't get it for uh, Donna Summer's Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And then... Glenn Close. Glenn says, Close. It's like, gets, no, no, you're too young. It. You're too young for that song. Yeah. Then it goes to Glenn Close. Oh, God. And then we get to hear a clip of The Butt uh, from the Spike Lee movie. Which And she, then she knew all she about knew this. She knew quite a bit of historical information. She knew information. quite a bit about she it. She did. It was and great. Then, and then it's like, do you know how to do The Butt? And then she did it, and everybody went wild. And that okay. clearly stole the show. Do you want to know what so your grandma looks this. like doing The Butt? Check it out. Do you think it was scripted? N- no. Glenn I Close in on it. I don't. I'd like to not think so. <laughs> okay. That, that she actually did. I mean, considering to, you know, Andre Day going, I mean, if that was scripted, she no, clearly went was. way off script. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think not. Oh. It just seemed like some people in the moment were like, oh, wow. I don't, like, click close knowing all this. Give her the Oscar. Give her her first Oscar. This is what she should win for. <laughs> but, you know, it seems like it, it was a little bit scripted. Um, because she's just like, she kind of played like, oh, maybe I don't. Just like, kind of info, info vomit of like, here's all everything. I haven't read. read. If it if it was not scripted, then kudos to her. Because that, mean, that really was a great moment of the show. It, it felt like it was about to go really off the rails, but it kind of turned into like a charming, funny moment of the Oscars. Oh, another charming, funny moment. Yeah. How about when our girl, an yes. actor in a supporting role, or actress in a supporting role, yeah. Uh, one for, for Minari. For Minari and her little encounter and hello with Brad Pitt. Oh. I loved well, it. Well, Brad Pitt so in Plan B Studios, which he is a part of, mm-hmm. you know, they produced Minari. So yes. it, she made a joke like, oh, I didn't know if you were ever on set. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. So good like to you, meet you now. In a way, just felt like you do exist and you're gorgeous. Yes. It's amazing. And then she just started talking about how she was luckier than all the other nominations, oh. the nominees. <laughs> But, uh, it, it was, but it wasn't it, like that. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't condescending. It was a way of like, yeah. you, know, it, you know, really at the end of the day, like we're all winners, but she's just a little luck, luckier. Uh, it was it was a very like lovely speech. Yeah, it really was. And I just so well deserved. She was amazing. She was really good in that movie. Yeah, she was awesome. And yeah, her speech was really charming. It um, talked about how a lot of people mispronounce her name, which we may have just done, but she's like, you I'm are sorry. all forgiven for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just really great. Um, another great speech, just back to go to Daniel Kaluuya, mm. really good. You know, yes. he had the moment of, you know, being really respectful and in awe of the, this mm-hmm. moment, um, being grateful. Um, and then he made some jokes. His mom was in attendance, talked about how, you know, you know, his mom and dad had sex. Thankful. He's like, that's why I'm yeah. here. Yeah. That's why I'm here, man. You know, <laughs> and like her face is like, what's he, what's he rambling about? Like, oh my gosh, like, so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so that was definitely a great speech. Actors in a supporting role usually land really good speeches. Yes, but so little notation on this. I did have noted, so I picked Lakeith Stanfield because I thought Daniel Kaluuya should have been nominated for actor in a leading role. Okay. I don't know why or how he was in the supporting role within that one. I, I, I just didn't understand it. So I originally went with Lakeith Stanfield winning uh, for that one. Um, I think he's a phenomenal actor, and I think he was a supporting actor in that role. Um, I mean, I'm very happy Daniel Kaluuya won, but I think he won in the wrong category. I think he he was up there with the uh, actor in a leading role. Yeah. Just, 
again, a weird year. It really was. Speaking of Lakeith Stanfield, we can start sh shift to this now of the wardrobe, best dressed. Ooh, yes. Because Lakeith Stanfield, his outfit. Yes. Oh my goodness. Just rocking, uh, just a really, just, just crisp, cool, nice. crisp style. I have a, uh, I have a tweet here that I'll bring up. You know, that people just were talking about whose outfit he was wearing. But what were some of your other favorites? Okay, so some of my other favorites, um, well, I can't, I feel like I can't go without um, saying uh, uh, Zendaya, her outfit. Oh, yeah. This beautiful yellow strapless dress with, you know, a peekaboo in the front, um, just with her skin tone, her complexion, amazing. And she's just absolutely gorgeous woman. Uh, and then one not so great one that I have to talk about though yeah, yeah. is uh, Renee Zellweger, that pink strapless dress. Mm. I don't know who, like who or why um, this was something that was like thought that this would work for her. Mm. Just what do you think of Carrie Mulligan's dress? It's pretty big on the bottom. Oh, kind of weird. Do you like I it? like that one. Yeah, I thought that was She's good. She's great. We talked about Regina King. Her dress was great opening the show. Anything Regina um, King wears, pretty we much. We talked about Angela Bassett. Um, her her yeah. outfit. Um, it was like this purple like jumper and like a cape almost. Um, looked really really good. Love that. The two men who took the award for best live action short, uh, Trayvon Free and Martin Desmond Rowe, had these like black and gold matching tuxedos. Oh, I and didn't they? And have one had one had gold pants and the other one had black pants. That looked really sharp. And then they had the buttons. Yeah, they had like Kobe line. Bryant. I think it was Kobe. It was 24 and, and two, two. I'm right? pretty sure. I th yeah, I think you're right. That was just, that was really nice. Steven Yoon had a nice classic tuxedo look as well. Yeah. The whole Minari cast looked great. They did. Yeah. yeah. I really liked it. So, yeah. I mean, those are just like some good notable outfits, uh, you know, that we saw as, you know, kind of always during the Oscars fashion is part of it. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. What's another uh, take home moment that we had from last night? Let's see. Well, let's go through some of the big winners here. Just okay. a couple of these categories of things. Let's start. Documentary feature. Oh, yeah. My Octopus Teacher. Actually, the that and the Crip Camp were the only documentaries that we've seen. But My Octopus Teacher, on top of that, a great Google commercial for My Octopus Teacher. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Two great Google commercials, but that documentary feature one, well-deserved. That's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. You guys can check that out. Okay, so like another fun fact that we didn't finish it, but we did start The Mole Agent. Mm -hmm. which um, is from a Chilean director and yeah. takes place in Chile. And I'm pretty sure it was, uh, it received like with receiving this nomination, it was the first time for uh, receiving a nomination in documentary feature, which I think a little sad that that's like a first, you know, that there's still oh, all these yeah. firsts. We're definitely, we're, we're definitely starting to recognize more international filmmakers, movie stars, creators, yeah. actors. So this is really, it's really which is really great because that's obviously something that's been missing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely a diverse uh, diversification, diversification in this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, also, Soul won, you know, best animation animation uh, feature. Mm -hmm. um, also won original score. Trent mm -hmm. Reznor, Nine Inch Nails again. <laughs> I always just like blows my mind after I watch that Nine Inch Nails on for Trent Reznor on mm -hmm. the um, Sound Exploder, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Song Exploder. That was really cool. Yep. But Soul, great movie. Yes. Pixar does it again. Um, anything for you in the, like, the acting categories? In the acting categories? What that was a, a like? Big takeaways? Or, like, any snubs? We talked about Chadwick Boseman, but. I mean, actress else? in a leading role, Frances McDormand. She, I just didn't know 
I yeah, like we weren't an big, audible gasp of like we that, that big, was the actual yeah, winner. We weren't big fans of Nomadland. No, and I'm pretty sure she's tied with film. with like winning the amount of awards at Oscars mm. uh, with um, Devil Wears Prada. Oh, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Which I, I just don't see her acting at that caliber. I just, I'm just not. Ooh, Francis McDormand hater. <laughs> I just, I mean, the, I was really, I, I had down Viola Davis and Andre Day. Yeah. I, I honestly thought one of them were going to win. I put and down neither of them. I like, put down Carrie Mulligan, but that was just wishful thinking. Because I thought, I thought, um, you know, the, the movie, what's it called? Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman was definitely one of the more entertaining movies that we watched. Yes. Um, but then director, though, Chloe Zhao wins for yeah, Nomadland. Yeah, I was like Chloe Zhao, happy about it, but I had down... Um, she's the second woman, sorry, second woman ever to win director mm-hmm. and the first woman of color to win. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm, hap- I'm happy about right. that. I'm like, I just, I'm not a fan of Nomadland. I not just don't fan. see it, no. Nomadland on Hulu. So Hulu gets a big award. Um, mm-hmm. Netflix kind of gets shut out from some of the big awards mm-hmm. uh, because Mank did not win anything uh, in the big categories. They did win a few of them in production, production design. design. Um, and then there was another one there too. I think it was screenplay, right? No. No, I think that was the only oh, cinematography, one. Cinematography, not screenplay, cinematography. cinematography. Sound of Metal won a couple of awards, which was really cool for like for sound editing, uh, which, you know, the sound editing told the whole story there. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, Disney wins, you know, Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Disney owns Hulu, so they get that. Um, Netflix did win with um, My Octopus Teacher. Which it was, okay, so it, that was a surprisingly good movie, but what did it? <laughs> Do you want to talk about those commercials now? The Google commercial. The Google commercial really made oh, God. Selena cry. I just wasn't expecting it. It talks about great movies for kids. They find my octopus teacher mm-hmm. then the kid falls in love with octopuses is definitely engulfed in just everything mm-hmm. octopuses and then they've ended up like oh octopi octopi okay plural. all right all right sound weird <laughs> saying octopuses <laughs> perhaps octopi <laughs> and he knows all these scientific terms i would definitely just type in google octopus commercial yes and it's fantastic well so what gets me is that it goes through this kid's discovery of something unknown yeah. It's being introduced to him. And it's all brought to you by Google and all of their, you know, technological gadgets. And at the end of it, they end up going to a museum, like a shed aquarium of some kind. And, you know, he's, shed aquarium, which he's is just, just the name of the Chicago Aquarium. Or the aquarium. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Every aquarium Everyone is a shed aquarium. Have a shed aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's just you can just see how happy he is. And then they end up going to a beach nearby because, of course, there's some amazingly wealthy white family where yeah we've got the beach in our backyard um and you know he just goes and you know like they find an octopus and he's like running down the beach and he's like this is the best day ever dad and i'm like oh my god got that's just what you want to hear yeah. like i'm you know i'm assuming as a parent i can't you know speak on that but yeah, yeah. You know, just like whenever I was around, my niece, my younger nieces or nephew, I would love it, them uh, saying this is the that. Best thing ever. It's so cute. Oh my god, it was really cute, and it definitely got me. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And there was another Google commercial. Yeah, about um, what was it? What's the term again? It's people who have parents who are oh, Coda. Yeah, child of a deaf adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so the child of deaf adult 
you know, did not have loss of hearing. Um, and then he just talks about like, you know, really interpreting a lot for his parents, mm-hmm. um, for his mom and dad. And then they have a kid. Oh my God. And I'm already tearing cap- up. And then they have captions in the video <laughs> chat. Uh, that one was really emotional. I know. I'm already tearing it's up. Like, I'm Google. such a baby. Oh my gosh. Google, man. Crushing it with those two It was so good. It was really good. Um, does it make me want to buy a Google product? No. Yeah. But does it make me remember their product yeah. in an emotional way? Yes. So effective marketing job well done. Commercials I'm not going to buy your product. For the Oscars. We got a first look at West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's version of it. Uh, the Heights, too, in the Washington Heights movie. That movie's been like, promoted for such a long time. We got time. a trailer for that, too. Um, and then a lot of like Disney plugs because it was on ABC. Yep. Um, but anything else? What overall thoughts of the 93rd Oscars? I mean, we watched it. I'm glad we didn't <laughs> plan a party for it this year. I mean, like we couldn't anyways. Um, 20 Oscars 2022, I think is going to be even like it's going to have a different set of difficulties because the amount of movies coming out this year. Yeah. It, it's not. Of it's it's going to be even lower, I think, um, or just within a different way. We're not back in the movie theaters. You know, we're still not able to go. Um, I really thought in this um, Academy Award, they were going to talk about that more often, of just the importance and how great it would be to be back in the movie theaters. They've kind of conveyed that through bringing emotional storytelling through some of the actors and actresses of – you know, their childhood experiences and how great it was to go to the movie theater. But right. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm glad we watched it. I not want, your favorite Oscars. I want something different. Yeah. Should yeah, they bring back same. a ho- should they bring back a host? Yes. I like it when there is a I host. I agree. It really helps like bring it along and they can bring in some of the inside jokes. Should they should they stick with clips of the movies for actors? Yes. Seeing actors act? Yes. Be smart. Okay. And should we stick with the format? Should we have best picture be last? Absolutely. Do not mess that up. <laughs> Do not mess that up. Or Shalene's going to come get you. No. Oh, man. Yeah, overall, kind of a wild ride. Didn't hate it. Didn't thoroughly enjoy it. But no. was entertained compared to past years. We had a of- really good, you know, nice food spread at home for nice us. Nice food so. spread, some nice champagne. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what we did. And so that is the Marriage and Movies take on the 2021, the 93rd. 96. Annual 93rd? 93rd annual Oscars. 93rd Oscars. Yeah. It yeah. happened. It happened. And we're going to move on now. Yeah, move on. <laughs> Let's give a state of the podcast and what's it going to look like moving forward. So we're going to take a little break, folks. Okay. And that is not to be. <laughs> I'm sleeping in the a couch. Correlation and- of <laughs> any kind directly to the state of our marriage. Yeah. However, in some transparencies, it you know, I think we're all kind of experiencing different levels of stress and fatigue and connectivity. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's been a really rough 2020, 2021. We're still kind of. Yeah, things are. We haven't traveled. We haven't, you know, seen a lot of our friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's already getting emotional here, guys. It's been, like, there's honestly been some tension at times with Selena and I with this and just organizing it. And we just want to make sure that we put the best effort for this podcast because we really enjoy talking about movies and bringing on other friends and couples to talk about that as well. So we definitely want to take a little bit of a break because we're going to call this one season one for marriage and movies. And we're going to come back periodically for multiple seasons as well. Um, and 
We'll come back this summer. We're targeting the June 1st date, right? Yes, because yeah, Memorial Day weekend, like there's a pretty big conference going on. And yeah, and, I mean like, and truly career-wise too, there's a lot of really great things happening in our careers. And yeah. this takes time, folks, planning, organizing, and we really want to keep the momentum with it positive and not like a negative task. So after yeah. Memorial Day, we're going to reconvene yeah. and come back. Yeah. And I think, I think a big thing too that we learned and that was really just what we want to do too is really focus more on topics regarding marriage and relationships. So whether you're married or not, partnership, um, you know, it could be like when two, when you guys are kind of in business together potentially, mm-hmm. or if you have like an endeavor that you do together or being able, like how do you best support someone in their career when both your careers are thriving? Mm-hmm. Some of those topics that can cause tension with couples that, you know, has, has, you know, affected Selena and I, we just want to dive into that more real, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, bring on some other couples again, maybe talk about those, but also bring in the fun aspect of talking about movies and relationship advice. We're going to really own it on that more than marriage part of marriage and movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And we think the best thing for us to do is really to pause, reconvene and do more of seasons for marriage and movies. Right. But a big goal too is for us to be more active on social media. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, we have a TikTok. We don't know really how to I use it I think we're going to start doing that. We're going to have some fun with that. And we're going to give more like quick movie reviews, some things mm-hmm. that we're watching, our Instagram stories of like what's coming out. Um, One and- place you cannot find us, which I don't want to go down, is Clubhouse. <laughs> you can't find us on Clubhouse. Yeah, we're not doing... I don't, I don't know We're not doing instant reactions to no, Clubhouse. No, 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 thank you. Not the biggest fan of that There's one. too many other apps that we can just explore and have fun with, and we're going to keep it that way. Yeah, but we're excited uh, for what's ahead um, for marriage and movies. We thank everybody for the support so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and all our guests who have come on, thank you guys so much, but we know that we can be better and more consistent. And so that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, but we thought a good way to end season one would be to talk about Oscars. Yes. You know, we focus a lot on movies. Yes. Let's end it on, you know, the biggest movie event of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And who would have thought, I mean, it really was pretty much 18 months ago, a year and a half. Maybe not that long. I don't. Maybe yeah, it's like I feel like maybe like yeah. yeah, maybe like the the start of the creation of it. Yeah. Um. You know, here we are. Many many lessons learned, and you know we've got a lot to apply moving forward. And really, it's just learning lessons and how we can just make this better. Yeah. Um. You know, again, this is it is a lot of work yeah. to get this done, organizing, creating, and connecting with it. So yeah, just gonna take a little bit of a break yeah. and. Very excited to come back even stronger. Yeah, absolutely. So that's really the state of the union for the podcast. Yeah, it's a little, state of a little, the pod- little announcement on state that. State of the podcast. But hope everybody enjoyed season one. Season one. Go back and listen to the past interviews. This is one of your first times listening to the you show. You can like hear us figuring it yeah. out. There's always bloopers fun. at the end, which is really <laughs> fun as well. Um, and we will be back in June. And mm-hmm. I hope everybody enjoyed the Oscars and have a great week. Last words, Selena. We'll be back. Just crush your dreams. Yeah. It's like, why don't they just play like an Eminem rap song to all this? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, it, it was like at some parts it like sped up and I was like, okay, well, you clearly weren't important. Like, that sounds crisp, clear. Okay. Crisp, Perfect. Like cinnamon toast shrimp. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever happened to that? Did I get some money? Oh.
Let's get into it, though, babe. Okay. Do you really have a podcast if you don't say, let's get into it? Alan, please edit the Terminator <laughs> fucking beat. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Couldn't have finished better. Edit.